This is the New City Podcast, where we exist to renew the Quad Cities by restoring the health of its people. The standard American lifestyle is destroying our health and compromising every aspect of our lives. This leaves people feeling defeated and doubting their ability to ever change. We teach people how to make intentional lifestyle decisions that will result in an optimal state of health. When people are healthy, they have more freedom to enjoy life. And a community of healthy people grows into a healthy, renewed city. Welcome to the show. All right. Here's what I want to talk about. It's November 2021. And I want to get, I want to um, start doing these regularly and just talking about um, kind of what we as as coaches health professionals if you want to say that um kind of what our life looks like what are we doing what's important for our health right now okay um because there's there's two two big reasons why i think this is important or one is um we kind of have these organizational we call them guiding principles. And um, as far as the, the people who are doing what we do here at the gym, we we say um, you got to have these key characteristics, okay? You got to be competent. <laughs> you got to understand how the human, human body obtains health. Um, you need to be committed to what we're doing here. But then this third one is you need to be congruent. And we need to lead um, by example. And so that... that, that idea of being congruent, kind of practice what you preach, right? Living this stuff out. Um, it is, it's important in many ways. It's important to have credibility and integrity. Um, but honestly, it's also important f- for us to be kind of um, always reforming, always um, adapting and always, um, you know, responding to what life is throwing at us, not thinking that, hey, what I'm doing today is the end-all, be-all, perfect way for me to be living. I have obtained optimal health. Like, no, no. We know that um, that probably doesn't exist. And um, what what what's that type of math equation that, like, it it never actually reaches zero? You know what I'm talking about? Well, it's like... Somebody smarter than us can probably correct us here, um, but it's it's saying that like, hey, your your pursuit is endless because y- you're going to continue to y- your continued progress in getting you know point zero zero one percent closer to the target of perfection, right? Is 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 never ending, right? The the you're never we're never going to arrive at perfect optimal health, right? Um, and especially in our modern world where like we've got so much working against us right so um we believe that we should be in constant pursuit and constant um flux of um adapting and progressing and all these things right but then um this is also an opportunity to kind of dig into really one of the tools that we use to help teach people about health and about how to create change. Um, and we call it 
our transformation plan, new city transformation plan. And really, all this is, um, is a little bit of a play off of, you might be familiar with, I just pull it up here, the four stages of competence. Um, that's really kind of what we're using for this. But we are also saying that, hey, this is not just a, a linear thing. Health is not linear. It's actually pretty cyclical, right? When we, um, you know, conquer one thing that kind of gives us opportunity and space to, you know, focus on next thing. Um, Haley talked about in her uh, birth stories and birth experiences about like all these different aspects of things that she started to change. And it's kind of like once you tackle one thing and kind of free up some room, you've, you've had to focus on this thing for like intently and put some extra effort into, you know, cleaning out your medicine cabinet or something like that. But it's like, once you've done that, once you've kind of conquered that, once you've kind of experienced the transformation and you've kind of become the person who has this type of medicine cabinet instead of this type of medicine cabinet, you're not having to spend time and energy into that particular task. And that opens you up to focus on something else, right? And that type of process we think is kind of always happening, right? But um, how we kind of spell this out is the, the, the first stage is what we just call assessment. We just need to know where we're starting from, right? In the, in the four stages of um, competency, this stage is called the un- conscious incompetence you don't know what you don't know right you're unconsciously not able to do something <laughs> right so we say hey step one is assessment let's bring awareness to this thing right whatever it might be food movement right any of the stuff. Let's actually know where we're starting from so we can have a, a, a clear starting point. We can have like um, some raw material. We know what we're working with, right? Then step two, really, really, really often an overlooked step we think is super important is education, okay? So in, in, in those four stages of competency, Step two is going from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence. Okay, now you're aware of where we're starting from, but we don't have the competency to, to change, to do whatever it might be. And so what we really need at that point is to understand, to be educated, to learn about how do I squat? How do I eat? What are the foods that are going to fuel me? How much sleep does a person need, right? How do I do that? How do I, you know, get to sleep at a decent hour? How do I do all of these things? And really learning about, um, you know, the, the, what takes us from where we are to where we want to go, okay? Then, so after that education step, now we say, okay, 
our primary focus. We've laid the groundwork. We've brought awareness to this. We've gotten educated. We've learned about what it's going to take to get whatever outcome we're looking for. Now is the time for action, okay? Deliberate action. We're going after something, okay? This is what we call conscious competence, okay? How I like to describe this to people is this is where um, we use the roadmap, okay? You, you, you create a plan. The plan is built for success. You follow the plan, and you obtain the success, okay? That is different than what most people are really looking for with health, okay? Most people are looking for this kind of fourth phase we're calling full transformation or the unconscious competence is where I don't need the roadmap anymore. This is, this is who I am. This is what I do naturally, right? If Haley was trying to go to my parents' house that's 150 miles away, she's going to need the roadmap to get there. She's probably going to be successful getting there by following the plan and executing on it properly, right? But I don't need that roadmap. I can, I can get there on my own. I have the skill. I have the ability. I don't need to, to take the time to look up the route. I can just go and do. It's a part of who I am and what I can do, right? So that's the process by which we think um, we, we really create change with our health. And so um, when we look at our principles of health, okay, our 15 principles that we think um, are, are the kind of the core 15 things that um, the human person, the human body needs to take into account and optimize to create a, a life and a life that is surviving and not only surviving, but actually thriving in the Department of Health. Um, to create change in these ways, th this is kind of the flow of how we need to do this stuff. And for me to do that is not just as simple as, hey, I need sleep, right? It's way more specific than that. It is, I need a minimum of eight hours of sleep, and maybe I can even say an average of eight hours of sleep, and I need to get my children to bed at this time so that I can be in bed at this time so that I can wake up at this time the next day having gotten that amount of sleep to be able to set myself up for success and the things I need to do there. It, like, like these things need to get so specific because it's not enough just to say, hey, yep, get seven to nine hours of sleep, go do it, right? It's like, if we really want to be successful with these, there's so many other factors that go into um, being able to kind of fine-tune all of the nitty-gritty details of our life to really make that stuff happen. And so that's, that's, and that's kind of what we say as far as the... Um, the action of it. It's it's not just like, all right, here's here's your objective. Go get these 
these eight hours of sleep, it's like, okay, to be able to do that, you know, just like to be able to get to my parents' house, it's 150 miles away, you've got a right turn here, a left turn here, stay on this road for 80 miles, turn here, watch out for this, like, that's, that's what goes into that plan, right? And so that's the type of stuff that we need to be kind of fleshing out when it comes to really applying these principles um, to our own lives and, and making them, um, yeah, making them applicable to us as individuals instead of just um, kind of generally just these conceptual ideas. So I've set the stage to simply ask the question, Haley, what's, uh, what's important for you in your uh, health right now? I'd say the thing that takes priority right now is just like mental wellness. Okay. Um, being five months postpartum with three small children is stressful. Mm-hmm. So right now prioritizing um, mental health. Yeah. So we, we say the human body needs healthy relationships mm-hmm. and we say the human body needs to express healthy emotion. Um, specifically, what's it look like for you to survive and thrive in these areas right now? What what types of things are you doing um, to maintain um, good health? Yeah, um, just being super intentional about being in community, uh, being around other people um, that are like-minded, um, getting into smaller groups of like-minded women like myself and talking things through um not trying to just handle everything myself and um tell everybody I'm fine (laughs) um express yeah just expressing what I mean my emotions and what I'm needing at the time or Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um you you're hyper focused on this kind of aspect of um, what's happening inside of your mind. Mm-hmm. You're cultivating healthy relationships with specifically some some ladies who are, you know, you said like minded, probably in similar seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Um, are these are these things on your schedule? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We, I mean, schedule time with, um, time to get together, mm-hmm. um, with our community that's bigger than a small group of women. Mm-hmm. Um, but also scheduling and making time for, um, yeah, for intentional time with people that women that are like-minded and like you said, in the same seasons of life that mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, yeah. Yeah. How often are you doing that? Weekly. Weekly. Yeah. So, um, one of the, like, what I have found to be true for myself and for a lot of other people is that we can talk about what needs to be done very clearly, very specifically, and, like, spell out the best plan, solution, whatever. We can have the best thing in the world. But if we do not take into consideration the question of when, when is this going to happen? With what frequency, right? 
Like, if we don't actually place these things into the time that we have, it's like our our success rate is uh, not always the best. Right. 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 Yeah. And like even thinking about like a date night with my husband, like if we don't put that on the schedule, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. If yeah. we don't like agree to a time mm-hmm. or a day that it's mm-hmm. happening, it's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 And it's like we can look at things. We can see the value in them. We can see how important it might be to to take us from where we're at and get us to where we want to be. And if we don't actually do the thing and know when the thing's going to happen, right? And especially, <sighs> I'm going to say even more than just, uh, oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow, like, how is this thing going to find its way into my regular routine of life mm-hmm. on a pattern, mm-hmm. repeated, right? That is how we like actually take control of all of these things. It's 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 not just oh you know I'm gonna um, this once a month when I have no responsibilities I'm gonna sleep for like sixteen hours, right? Okay, great, right? But what we really need to figure out is how are you going to get adequate sleep every single night? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So you don't feel like you're having to play catch up or. Right. Up. Or, or, yeah, or, or looking at any of them, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do this one off thing that's going to be really good for, um, you know, my relationship with this person, right? How about, like, what's your regular routine, whether it be daily or weekly or monthly, that is is going to kind of keep that thing well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the, the mind stuff. I would say for myself, the most important factor is actually kind of the whole thing <laughs> um, because of where... I'm at in my current uh, journey of health. Um, my margins are non-existent, like literally non-existent. If I if I am kind of like off on anything, it has major major um, repercussions, and so. For me, it's kind of like I and and this is something that we can kind of do. As I like walk through any of these tenets, any of these principles, it's like there's really freaking important things in every single one of them for me. And so for me right now, it's like I would say for the past, especially the past like six to nine months or so, and and really the greater part of the past two years it's been um creating some clarity really around all of them um that um it kind of puts me in a lot of ways back into this like action phase back into this like phase three and it well and and even in in a lot of areas back into phase two of kind of relearning a lot of things that now that my specific needs are um different than just what might be 
you know, good general advice for somebody or good general practice. Now I need more specific things because of what's going on um, inside of me specifically. It's like, okay, I kind of need to reassess some of this stuff. Even back, yeah, even back to phase one, test and retest. Um, yeah, because my, my margins are, are kind of so, so small. So why don't we just kind of quickly, I don't know if we necessarily need to go individually, but at least in our categories, um, kind of talk through what, what some of the things are that you're doing, um, right now and kind of what your, your practice, uh, looks like. So, um, for food, what, what's your, what's your current food practice looks like, look like throwing out Halloween candy. Throwing out Halloween candy. That's a good one. That's that's also uh minimizing toxins. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So eating real food most of the time. Um eating things that come from the earth or have a face and trying to avoid um trying to avoid as much as possible eating things that aren't going to serve our bodies well. Um, being prepared so we are able to eat real food most of the time because I feel like most of the times when we don't when we aren't eating real food it's out of like a convenience mm. thing yeah um, so yeah being prepared to eat real food how are you how are you um, doing better preparations uh, making a grocery list and being um, intentional about meal planning um, and yeah adding those things that we need to the grocery list, just being yeah, intentional about planning at least two, I mean, two to three meals for dinner kind of thing. Um, and making, knowing like that I want to have leftovers for lunch or something like that. I want to have mm. not be cooking every meal. Um, so making bigger meals for dinner, knowing that, yeah, I have to eat tomorrow. So mm, that's uh, good. That's yeah. good. So this right there is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. So Haley took the principle of the human body needs to eat real food most of the time in order to survive and thrive. And how is she able to do that? Well, she said she needs to plan out some meals. She needs to create grocery lists based off of that plan. And then she needs to execute on cooking these meals in a way that is abundant so that she has to cook less often and has more success because she took care of what she needed to to be able to eat real food. That is how specific we really need to be in in developing these practices, okay? So f so for me, I would say in the same vein, um, one of the things that we have done is, boy, like... Some people don't like this, and honestly, my wife is one of the people who doesn't love this, but, like, if you get on a routine <laughs> of, like, hey, these are these are the things that we're going to need in the house to be able to cook the meals that we need to eat, right? Like, that stuff becomes second nature, you know? It's like... Yesterday, I, st I stopped by the store because I knew that we needed these couple elements to kind of fill out 
our normal eating routine, right? Today's Tuesday. We we do taco bowls on Tuesdays, right? Mm -hmm. I know that we need the rice and the ground beef, right? And I need to buy some fresh avocados, right? If if we, you know, other things that aren't necessarily like you cook at the time, we got the salsa in the fridge or like, is that low, right? Instead of, and, and similarly, I'm doing it in a quantity that's always going to have leftovers. Instead of having to plan out and create, okay, what do we want to eat this week? It's like, I know that's, that's what's happening on Tuesday, right? And if it's Monday and I know that, hey, we're out of these things, it's like, there's, there's, there's less thought and less work that has to go into that um, because it's, it's almost like it's on autopilot. The thing, the only, like the only one step away from autopilot fully would be if I just had that scheduled to be delivered at my house, you know, uh, on a certain cadence, which heck, maybe I should do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, these are the real life elements that like you're not really necessarily thinking about that when you say hey eat real food like okay cool like that that is going to be comprised of these elements okay but now to actually have success in executing on that this is the type of stuff that you're going to end up spending time thinking about and and working through to be able to have success with that anything else in the realm of food nope that was great great so i guess for for me um yeah i've had to give some some thought and some adjustment um to really all of these um Man, like the the real food one is really easy because like right now, I, I literally I can only tolerate a handful of things, and lo and behold, they are real foods. So that one's pretty simple. But um, the the feasting and fasting, and so that one, and the macronutrients, the high fat, moderate protein, and low carb. Um, I've had to do a lot of playing around with um, kind of what is optimal for me right now. And that that application is swinging all the way from like a trying something like a one meal a day that is zero carbohydrate and I'm getting all of my um, nutrition from fat and protein, okay? And and almost entirely animal foods, okay? To what I'm finding might actually be more appropriate for me currently right now is a diet that looks like actually eating three times throughout the day um, and each of those meals having a a moderate amount of carbohydrates in them, right? Um, but uh, yeah, and and uh, like there's kind of a, a wide spectrum. Um, 
with which we would say, hey, this is a this is a healthy um, diet for a human being in the macronutrient sense, right? Going from literally zero carbohydrate to upwards of like thirty percent carbohydrate in a diet, um, as well as uh, like, hey, for for myself right now, like because of I mean, if you don't know what's going on with me, I got all kinds of stuff happening inside of me. Um, and one of the things that's happening is like my, my blood sugar regulation is just like at, at minimum, it's just off. It's just it, like, it, it's not adding up adequately. It's not functioning how it's supposed to, something is working against it, right? We'll get to the end here, talking about the toxins. Um, something is, is working against my thriving in that department. And so I'm having to make some other adjustments because like I, I'm just I'm just not optimal there and one of the things that is is helping me have better um, regulation is actually not going longer periods without eating and having a little bit more regularity there um, and not having so much um, fluctuation and that's one of the things that's that's actually working for me right now it looks wildly different than um, you know, how I've done things for a number of years, but in my current state, hey, it's, it's, uh, sure as heck working for me. Um, and then with the, uh, enjoying food, regardless of its nutritional value, um, boy, boy, am I ever limited in this category, but it's like the, the biggest thing there is enjoy, right? That's the most important thing. It's not, to say, hey, you have to go eat something that's bad for you. It's to say, hey, like, we, you need a regular rhythm of not worrying about fueling optimally and to to actually enjoy something during that time. Um, and so for me right now, that, that looks like, you know, yeah, every once in a while, not worrying about my macronutrient balance, just like, hey, this freaking cup of frozen blueberries and cherries sounds delicious right now right and going for that so you got anything else on food i don't know i think i mean yeah that was great as far as feasting and fasting for uh myself it's i mean primarily started out of convenience like in the mornings um it's just for me to feed myself and to feed the children it's just not doesn't work well Mm -hmm. um so sometimes my fasting uh windows are just based on the convenience of my lifestyle yeah um so yeah usually i mean work at the gym on tuesdays and fridays and those are i mean tend to be a longer fasting day for me just because of the convenience of not having to pack a lunch Mm -hmm. yep um and yeah i mean yeah yeah, and I would say on the flip side, it's like it is at times it's it's <laughs> from a productivity standpoint, yeah, it's pretty inconvenient for me to need to eat yeah. three times throughout the day. And yeah. and the layer on top of here is I should be cooking things at the time I'm eating them more more than whatever. There's other stuff. I, it's not the best for me to eat tons of like leftover type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it, it actually is somewhat inconvenient for my productivity, but, 
um, for my overall health, it's actually a, a big net positive. So yeah. I guess skipping way ahead here to the um, so our, our our principles within the category of rest, rest in itself, specific type of rest, sleep, and then we say human body needs times of work and times of recreation in order to survive and thrive and um my my balance of of work and <laughs> i wouldn't even call it recreation i would just call it like w- the things i need to do to give my body what it needs and stay away from what it doesn't that demand is significantly higher and so my uh my it's really easy for me to get pulled into my times of work becoming too much to be able to allow me to give my body what it needs to stay away from what it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What's your movement practice look like right now? Um, so I come to the gym at least or work out at least four times a week, um, twice in a class setting. And then I usually coach class on Tuesdays and Fridays. So I'll do a little something by myself usually, um, in the afternoons when I'm done working. Um, but yeah, then, um, Saturdays is kind of just more of like an enjoyment with my family kind of thing, whether it's, um, I mean, going for a walk or playing in the jungle gym basement with the kids or, whatever, just some kind of movement. So it's not that we're sitting all weekend long. Yeah. Staring at a screen, watching movies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Similarly, I'm so like over the course of the summer, I actually was doing some new things to me. Um, I ran a lot this summer um, and really enjoyed it. And it was, it was one of those things that, um, like it was really easy just to like, not have to think about what I'm going to do, just go out. And, and I should also say this, I was doing a type of running that was, um, very, very slow. (laughs) Um, low stress. Literally. That's exactly what I was doing is I was, I was doing, um, just aerobic activity, keeping my heart rate down in an aerobic zone and not putting myself um, under too much physical stress. And yeah, I was really, really enjoying it because it was, it was easy. Didn't have to think about it. Freaking put my headphones in and just go for freaking hour at a time. And like, it, it's great. Um, now that it's getting cold, I'm not doing that as much, but <laughs> Um, what it, what it did for me is, um, it, it, uh, kind of re rejuvenated my, um, just awareness of kind of overall levels of movement versus like, Hey, did I go to class today? Did I hit the high intensity piece today? Did I lift a bunch of weights today? Right. Um, and I've experienced good benefit of, yes, having those things as a part of my regular movement practice, but also, like, moving every day, you know? No, not not going hard, going all out every day, but, like, 
boy ha- having some time to move every single day, even if it's like just, you know, on on Wednesdays we'll get there. I'm just jumping all over the place. I've got a regular time where I build healthy relationships and I meet with some dudes for some coffee on Wednesday mornings. And I can't tell you the last time I drove there, I either walk or jog or bike or whatever. And it's like, that might be the movement I get in for the day, but man, is it so much better than nothing. Um, I feel better. Um, and yeah, yeah, it, it like some movement even if it's walking, right? I love I love watching my friggin' step counter go up. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot more walking, jogging. You know, park at the back of the parking lot type of stuff. Like just accumulating more movement. Yep. Yeah, and um, just for me also, like, <laughs> like last night, my children were up every other like every Mm. every child was up at a different amount of like different time so it's like there was not real good rest there and maybe it's like okay maybe together got three hours of sleep Mm -hmm. so today like my my movement is i'm gonna ride the bike and that's all yeah that's just i feel like it changes during each day so for me to say i come to the gym on like four days a week that doesn't mean that i'm like coming to the gym and going hard all the time. Yeah. Like it changes depending on what my rest looks like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I had the almost exact same type of thing happen yesterday. I, you know, woke up just feeling a little tired, you know, not, not a hundred percent optimal. It's like, I've got this time in between classes within my schedule. It's like, I would like to seize for exercising and it was like, I kind of, st- I started, I got on the bike, I did a couple sets of lunges, warming up or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm not into this. And I went home, I fell back asleep for like an extra hour. And after that, I actually felt pretty freaking good. And so later in the afternoon, I rode my bike back to the gym, you know, a f- couple, few, few miles on the bike. And it was like, that was like... I ended up feeling really good, you know, slept instead of worked out and actually got, um, you know, felt felt lower stress after that, you know, and, and you know, still got some, some movement in, right? Um, but that was, that was a huge, a huge win. Yeah, that is a huge one for you. Thanks. Um, so we talked about rest. What, yeah, what's... Uh, <coughs> What kind of some parameters you've got on on rest and and sleep and work right now? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, just paying attention to every night's different. Like with my children, um, like last night was awful, and the night before they I got a full eight hours of sleep. Um, it just varies. Um, but I always am trying to go to bed at around like eight thirty. My kids are usually all sleeping. If not by eight o'clock, like, I mean, seven 30 to eight o'clock, usually all my kids are either in bed or sleeping. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah trying to get in bed and be sleeping by either like eight 30 or nine o'clock at night. Um, knowing that my children also wake up really freaking early. Sure. Yep. Um, so yeah, just being mindful of that. And then like 
days like today where I maybe got three hours of sleep last night. It's like, okay, maybe I just need to go home and rest instead of trying to do all the things at home or push through, um, knowing that my body, what my body needs at this time is probably more rest than anything else in my house needs to get done. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So just setting those, I mean, those things will be there and they can wait (laughs) and, I am going to parent my children better when I pick them up from daycare if I am well-rested. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. And and gosh, even in that, like, hey, I hate to break it to you, but your your family is more important than your uh, level of fitness, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And... um being able to uh, relate to them well and um, be in good relationship with them, yeah, I'm putting that above your um, your level of fitness. Mm-hmm. And your movement practice is a very important thing for you to be able to do that, for you to be healthy and for you to have a clear mind to do all this stuff, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, like priorities are one thing, and these principles are these principles for a reason because we need all of them to perform optimally um, with all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I would say similarly, like the 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 kids and the sleep thing, man. Like, boy, if you don't have them, buckle up because it's a ride. Um, but I will say one of the nice things recently is, hey, the sun goes down early mm-hmm. and that gets everybody ready to sleep yeah, much, much earlier. It's like in the, super m- nice. in the middle of the summer <sighs> when it, when it is, the sun is blasting through the room at 9 PM still. Mm-hmm. It's like, goodness. Um, so that has been, that has been great. I've, I've been able to in turn get up earlier, more consistently and like without extra sleep needs. Um, because yeah, we've been able to get to bed earlier in the winter, which has been great. Um, but at the same time, knowing like, you know, if it's a day where, yeah, I gotta friggin' be here at 4.30 in the morning. Um, if I, 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 I know for myself that, that again, I don't have much margin for error in any of these places. And so yesterday's a great example. If it, if I, if I start the day with not enough sleep, it might mean I need to catch back up at some point during the day. Right. Um, and so, yeah, naps are, uh, naps are a real deal. Naps are great. Yeah. Yeah. Just accumulating more time. Um, I mean, we kind of we kind of pulled in lots of this other stuff. So the the relationships and the emotions and the toxins. What do you what are you uh, focused on there? Uh, <laughs> um, just I mean, relationships and <laughs> emotions in general. Um, being like you said, like um, family is more important than fitness or other things in life. Um, so really 
focusing on that and being in the moment, being present um, with my family when we are all together. Um, yeah, just focusing on the time that we have together and making it, I mean, just being really intentional about conversations and um, things that we're doing in that time. And um, as far as expressing healthy emotions, that's, I mean, probably getting better. All emotions are healthy. <laughs> so being able to express them in a healthy way to family and talk about them with friends is important for my mental stability. All emotions can be healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a reason why you need to express right. them in a healthy right. way. Yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> they are unhealthy. Yeah. Unhealthily yeah. bottled up. Yeah. So I talked about the rhythm I've got with some dudes, coffee every week, unwavering. Um, but yeah, one of the things that, and it, it's so funny, um, over the past, I think, year or so, um, I've just been a lot more keen with the people that I see every single day, the people that I live within the same house as. Um, it's, I think it's really easy for us to overlook, um, the rhythms that we have with those people. Um, even if we do, like I was saying, have good rhythms with, um, in relationships with other people outside of our home, um, it, it takes the same level of intentionality to, um, cultivate good, healthy relationships with the people that you live with, um, when that can really easily get overlooked because of just your proximity, right? Mm -hmm. Just because right. you're around um, does not mean you're doing um, the things to, to maintain good health within those relationships. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, one thing to be intentional about those relationships and one thing to like just live in a house together. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and honestly that proximity can, can, be a, be a huge detriment because if you're if you're not doing that work to cultivate those relationships um the uh what is it uh, you don't have to put in any work to grow a big old crop of weeds mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yep take true. you 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 want that do nothing mm -hmm. right right that, that's kind of the principle there yep all right last one minimize toxins got any specific focus here I mean, our kids just had <laughs> hand, foot, mouth. Um, oh, boy. We, Lovely. Yeah, it was great. It was the worst experience of my life. Um, so with that, like, we didn't put anything. Like, we tried to be as conscious as possible with what they were putting in their bodies and what we were giving mm -hmm. them to help, I mean, fight off this yep. hand, foot, mouth. Yeah. Um, so that's something that like, yeah, just happened not too long ago. That still is a yep lingering memory forever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Right. But yeah, trying to give them what their body needs and stay away from what it doesn't. So the body can heal right. what's happening inside of it. Right. That, that, uh, that viral load mm -hmm. is obviously increased. Let's not increase it anymore. Right. 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 We don't want to put any more stress on their little bodies than yep. is already happening. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, 
So this is, uh, I mean, this is a really, really big one for me right now because one of my major issues is the toxic burden um, that my body is under. Um, yeah, so it's like, I mean, like, we, we're at a wedding this weekend and all my friends are partying and having a good time, but, you know, unfortunately... Uh, alcohol is a toxin, folks. So, uh... You're fun without it. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's good. But but it's just it's just like you get in those situations and yeah. then it's like, oh, yeah, I, I uh, drove... We drove a couple of friends home that <laughs> night. <laughs> but, no, it's good. It's good. Cool. Um, yeah, this is, this is something I want to do regularly. Um, kind of, like, uh, touch base on our own kind of congruency with all this stuff give you guys some ideas of some of the stuff that you know we we do this stuff too you know it it, it is a constant we i've got this this transformation plan it it, is a cyclical thing right we we kind of take control of certain aspects and then we kind of reassess right where are we at let's ask some questions in all of these areas and see Maybe like where the the next low hanging fruit is at that we can learn about, create a plan for, execute and and really f- become let that thing become a part of just who we are and how we operate. So, cool. Cool. I've, I've got a funny story. Oh, great. So, it's like twenty minutes. No, it won't be. The my my dudes I meet with on. Uh, Wednesday mornings, um, that has like that has just become a thing, right? But for a while, it was like every Tuesday night, it was like somebody who got a little text thread, somebody would shoot the message to say like, "Done, brothers, five thirty, right?" Making sure we know, hey, that's the plan. We're meeting tomorrow or whatever, and it's like the first the first couple times that we kind of graduated beyond the Tuesday night text message in anticipation of Wednesday morning. It's like, are we all going to like get here and arrive without that type of roadmap, without that type of reminder? Right. Um, and yeah, now it's just like, I, I, I don't anticipate a, a, a text message. I just, I'm going to show up and everybody's going to be there. Right. It's just, that has just become who we are. It's become part of, our rhythms become part of our practices for the better. Now I can spend more time focused on other things. Yeah. Do cool. that. Right arm. If you made it this far, it probably means you were interested enough in the content of this show to stick around for the whole thing. So first, let me say thank you for your attention. Now second... Let me extend an offer to you to dig in more. All you have to do is open up the browser on your phone or your computer, go to newcity.fitness/start and schedule a time to come in for a free one-on-one consultation. We can talk further about what it is you're looking for with your health and fitness and see if it is in fact something we can help you with. Again, that is newcity.fitness/start to schedule a free consultation. Until next time, give your body what it needs, stay away from what it doesn't, and renew the city.